0: Good to see you. It's good to be in the Lord's house. Thank God for everyone that's come this way tonight. We've got a nice crowd. we uh, got a number of visitors, and we're just glad to have everybody here. Thank the Lord for you. And I mentioned to you and announced that, uh, Lord willing, that uh, Trey and Morgan would be with us tonight. And I said, I hope that, uh, please, the Lord let them sing for us. And God permitting, uh, we'd get Trey to preach for us, Lord willing. And so they're here, and we're excited about that. And I'm glad to have everybody here. And uh, uh, I won't try to name all of this, but we just want you to know that uh, uh, it blesses our hearts that you're here. It means a lot to us when people come to the house of the Lord. And uh, I want to read a verse that I recently used when I was preaching, but it's come back to me, and I want to read it again. It's in Joel chapter 2, and verse 1. Blow ye the trumpet in Zion... And sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble, for the day of the Lord cometh, for it is nigh at hand. And so we need to be busy. We need to be obeying the Lord. And so let's all stand for just a moment of prayer. As we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for each one that's come this way tonight. God, thank you for allowing us to be in your house. God, I pray tonight for this service that you just give us a powerful service. Let us worship you in spirit and in truth, God. Please help us tonight to uh, to just get right in the center, you will, and Lord. We pray that you'd uh, speak to the hearts of those that are spiritually in need, uh, call them powerfully, Lord. Uh, just bless everything that's done. Bless us to just uh, be in the center of where you'd have us to be. We praise you and we ask you these things in Jesus' name. And Amen. And uh, we turn the service over to the choir. Play, play. <coughs> Base 201. <laughs> It's good to be here tonight. I want to say again, thank the Lord for everybody that's here. And I mentioned some of visitors. I uh, didn't mention Sister Kristen, but uh, we wouldn't call her a visitor. But uh, we're glad she's here. And we would call Travis a visitor, and we're glad he's here. And so whoever else is here, we're just glad to have all of you. I appreciate it. And uh, uh, it's uh, Brother Mike Weston's time to open up meeting, but... Uh, Brother Neil told me he wasn't here. I saw I'll just uh, take his spot. And uh, so I'm glad to be here and glad to see everybody that's here. And uh, I've been looking forward to coming tonight. And I appreciate the choir singing. And I am glad to be in God's house. If everybody would, just stand with us for a few minutes. If you've got an unspoken request, you just show it by your hand. Amen. If you've got a prayer request that you'd like to make known, uh, please do that. Anyone? Anyway. I feel like asking the uh, church to keep praying for Brother Denny Hunter. That's, uh, I know it's on our minds and hearts right along, but uh, sometimes good to mention it. Kind of stir people's thoughts and remind everybody. And, uh, pray for this service tonight. I'd like to see somebody get saved tonight. Amen. And uh, let's, let's just really pray. Let's try to be obedient to God's will and uh, uh, just pray and, and uh, God will do his part, there's no doubt. Amen. So anyone else uh, have anything before we pray? Okay. Remember that, and uh, uh, pray for Tim Barnes. He's over in Indianapolis now. He's got some medical problems. Just keep praying for him. Uh, pray for Daryl Wilder. He was in the hospital a while today, but he's home now, so I understand it. And so, so pray for those folks. Let's especially pray for our lost people. You, we all know this, but I'm gonna say it anyway. There is no Medical problem that you can have As a sickness It matches up to the problem That sin is In your soul And so But The good thing about it If you've got sin in your soul There's an absolutely guaranteed Remedy That you can have And it's already been paid for it Won't cost you anything Jesus paid the price so let's, let's really pray tonight. Anyone else before we pray? Amen. To death, but I don't know amen so Amen. Yeah. If I could just a to yeah. Saved, amen. Amen. If I yeah. And just preach what God gives me. Amen. Then I know he's gonna have something good it. Amen. And if you can really bear down, yes. down uh, just like the Bible says, you know, get down deep, yeah. deep foundation for that service. Well, I'm sure we'll have to. Amen. Remember, it. That's a great prayer request. And we appreciate Brother Andrew, and we appreciate Levi. I'd ask Andrew to take care of. Uh, the preaching part of the service Sunday morning, and asked Levi to take care of the preaching part of the service Sunday evening. Uh, I've got an appointment to be in Providence Missionary Baptist Church down in Tennessee, and I'm excited about going down there. I've got some burdens down there. I, I'd like to ask everybody to pray for that service too. But pray for Sunday morning here. Pray for Sunday night here. Pray for these young preachers. I'm glad God put it on my heart to ask them to be in that spot. And uh, and nothing could please me better than to hear some good news. Even being down in Kentucky and somebody calls, hey, did you hear what happened? Now, that's, I, I get excited just thinking about it already. Anyone else? If not, we ask Brother Billy here to lead us. <coughs> They look, at how they look for power before it's eternally through right Now, Father, we pray your blessings you on every effort of this church to use us for your glory. Not only while we're gathered here, but every day as we walk through life, help us to be all that we can in for your glory, that our people might see the reality of serving you. And whatever the accomplished, we will praise you. We ask it in Jesus' holy name. Thank the Lord for that prayer. Just keep praying. Everybody, obey the Lord. Uh, who'd feel like singing? Got a song or songs on your heart? Uh, come and uh, come and sing what God given. Yeah, follow him. Yeah. 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 And um, I was trying to get her to come to church with me on Sunday. She takes a lot of um energy. I don't like I think the church girl would remember her. She doesn't show her if she needs to be raised in church. Oh, yeah. Amen. Amen. Thank the Lord for that testimony, for that information. That's That's so encouraging and uplifting. Please help remember that in prayer. Someone else. If you've got a testimony, you're welcome to share it. If you've got a song, you're welcome to sing it. Just everybody obey the Lord. Anyone else? Amen. Amen. It's true. Anybody else? If not, I'm going to turn over to Trey. And if Trey and uh, Morgan feel like singing, they can. And uh, uh, then after that, we'll just keep praying. uh, Trey can preach. Let's pray. Let's pray for them. I think they are going to sing. Let's let's really pray while they sing.
1: No. To bless us, but he does He woke me up this morning And he sent me on my way He didn't have to do it, but but he did He didn't have to save me, but he did He didn't have to save me but he did. He woke me up this morning and he sent me on my way. He didn't have to do it, but he did. He doesn't have to bless us, but he does. He doesn't have to bless us, but do it, but
2: saved tonight, and I want to thank the Lord for that, and um, we've had such a good week being here with family, and um, I've just had a thought on my heart all day that as soon as, how quickly the Lord saved me, that's how quickly He reminds me that He did, and I have no question about that, and I'm just blessed to know that tonight, and I love this song, it's because He loved me, that's what it's all for. my lord suffered for me he carried the cross all the way my sins to atone then they nailed him to that cross great was the pain and the loss he suffered it all It's good news. So many times when I kneel to pray. Huh. down your life and I just have to just how much i owe so i just like to thank you lord for saving
3: if if we could uh, write every day for every moment that we could ever write enough about the Lord, enough songs about Him or enough about who He is and uh, I'm just honored to be a child of the King and uh, I'll be honest I'm pretty nervous tonight just kind of in between that place I've I've got maybe a starting place and sometimes when we study and begin I'm going to move this Doug, don't get mad at me and uh, sometimes we study and we can kind of see the message from beginning to end uh, I've just got a starting place but I know the Lord knows exactly what needs to be said what needs to be preached and uh, can I say I'm I'm excited to hear about these young preachers Andrew's older than me but he's a young preacher about him preaching this Sunday morning Levi I, I appreciate hearing the good news and and uh, lime has always been a church that has supported young preachers and i can i say thank you for that and it helped me so much to help me grow up and, and uh, the word and grow up preaching and i don't know how many churches would let a 13 14 year old get up and preach but you all supported me uh, through the ups and downs i'd say there was probably a lot more lows than there was highs hearing me preach all these years but Um, If I don't ever say anything else to you, I want to tell you this, I know who my king is. And I'm glad I know the king, and that's where my heart's at tonight. Uh, I want you to turn with me. I've got two places that I I want to read just a few verses from. The first will be uh, out of the book of Exodus, uh, chapter, I believe, number 26. Exodus chapter number 26. I'm sorry, chapter 25, and we'll read from John chapter 19, and, and this is where the Lord kind of gave us the starting place, and you pray, I, uh, if the Lord don't move, I don't even want to be seen, Brother Ronnie, I'd rather just take my seat and, and somebody else preach, but if the Lord move, I want to do my part. Uh, let me start there in Exodus 25, and we'll read, we'll turn over to John chapter 19, And uh, when you find Exodus 25, find verse number 10, and I'm going to read two verses, verse 10 and 11, and then we'll go to to the book of John. And in in your ears tonight, I want to read these two verses, Exodus 25, verse 10. This is about the making of the Ark of the Covenant. And uh, it says, And they shall make an ark of Shittim wood, two cubits and a half shall be the length thereof, and a cubit and a half the breadth thereof and a cubit and a half the height thereof. And verse 11 is really where I want to get to. It says, And they shall overlay it with pure gold. Within and without shalt thou overlay it. And this is the part, really zoom in here if you can. And shalt make upon it a crown of gold round about. And now go with me if you can to John chapter 19. I'll read just a few verses there. And... uh, I lied to you again. John chapter 18. I'll get a few from 18 and maybe a few from 19. And verse number 37 in John 18. give you just a moment to find that. And you pray. I want to get right where the Lord can use me tonight. Verse number 37. And it says, Pilate therefore said unto him, talking to Jesus, Art thou a king then? Jesus answered, Thou sayest that I am a king. To this end was I born; for this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. Every one that is of the truth heareth my voice. And I go with me to verse number nine, uh, to chapter nineteen, verse one and verse two. And it says, Then Pilate therefore took Jesus and scourged him, and the soldiers platted a crown of thorns and put it on his head. And they put on him a purple robe and said, Hail, King of the Jews. And they smote him with their hands. And that's all I want to read tonight. And, and I want to give you this title, if, if Lord will help me. Uh, is Jesus really your king? Is Jesus really your king? And if it's all right, I'd like to pray tonight. Would you bow your heads with us while we pray? Lord, I come to you tonight. Lord, I'm, I'm just a nobody. But Lord, I'd love to tell somebody about you this evening. Lord, I can... Take the church back to the night that uh, you became my king, Lord. You've always been king of all things and king of the world, king of the universe, God. You're uh, all in all and everything, Lord of lords and King of kings, God. But so many times we doubt and we've got doubts, and I believe there are folks even that uh, maybe think they've been saved, but God, you're not really their personal Savior and their personal King. And Jesus, I would beg tonight that you would help us to reveal that you are the king of all things, the king of glory. God, and if you would, please help us to preach about uh, the kingship of our Lord and Savior. God, would you please get me out of the way that that we could uh, just feel your presence. God, bless the church tonight here on Wednesday. Thank you for letting us sing about you. But God, we need the word of God. And I beg for power from on high and all these things. In your precious name we pray and amen. I appreciate you for bowing with us tonight. And uh, don't plan to be long. Just got a few thoughts in our heart and I want to give you the title one more time is Jesus really your king and so many times in my life and uh, I've been saved since I was six years old going on 22 years and uh, I knew that I was saved and born again that uh, Jesus the king of all the world and the king of all creation that I knew he was my savior brother Andrew but uh, how many times have I uh, laid my, uh, my cross aside and I've allowed the world to wonder if Jesus really was my king and in your life if you've been saved and i'll get to preaching to the lost in just a moment but i want to encourage you this evening that if you've been saved and jesus is your king uh, that you ought to give him the right of kingship in your life and when somebody's king that means a few things that they have got all authority in the kingdom. And people say, well, uh, Preacher Brock, uh, we know that the kingdom is yet to come, that it's way out there. But I'll say to you, the night that I got saved, uh, the kingdom of God came into my soul. I'm not waiting on the future kingdom. That uh, So many folks, they, they, they take the Bible, and, and I, I'm not here to preach against anybody, but uh, I'd like to tell you this evening, uh, it's a lie right out of hell that you can wait until the Lord comes back and maybe get a second chance or uh, maybe have another opportunity uh, but I like what the Lord said he said now is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time and right there when John the Baptist was preaching uh, he did not say uh, the kingdom of God is way out yonder he said he came preaching you must repent uh, for the kingdom of God is at hand I'm glad tonight uh, that when the kingdom's at hand brother Jay that means that the king is near and when I need the king I've got access to the kingdom Uh, preacher how do you have access when God saved me and became king of my soul he gave me access to the throne room oh and I love that tabernacle I'm not going to preach a lot about it oh but there was a veil uh, that covered the holiest of all and one time a year the the high priest would go into that place he was the only one that had access oh but now I that veil, it was four inches thick and it was made of purple and blue and scarlet and white. It would have cost millions of dollars in today's money. But the uh, the priest one time a year got to go in there. Oh, but when Jesus died on Calvary, it said the veil was rent from top to the bottom. And Paul wrote this. He said, now come unto the throne of grace not timid, not shying backwards. He said, Come with boldness, having the blood of Jesus. You know how the high priest got in there? He had the blood. That's why I can come before God. I've got the blood. Oh, and if you know the king, oh, I love this. I didn't think about this in my preparation. Over there in Revelation uh, chapter 1 or 2, when we get saved, he said he has made us kings and priests unto God. Uh, Because God is king and Jesus is king, he's made me a king to serve for him. And when I'm a king, now I love this, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. I'm not uh, the king of all kings, but I know the one that is. If you don't know Jesus, he is not really king of your. Life. If you've never been saved, you can know not just any king. There's been millions of kings. And they come and they go. They're but a drop in the bucket. But when Jesus came, he laid down all rule and all authority. He said, I am king of all kings and lord of all lords. Oh, but I love that tonight. Oh, and so, uh, there while he was speaking with Pilate, uh, Pilate said, art thou the king? He said you're the one that calls me king Uh, you know what's so important is that not just that Jesus is king it's that you and I can recognize that he is king and let me slow down right here Uh, and I believe this that uh, as Pilate began to try him and question him and my dad will tell you this him being an attorney uh, you don't ever want to call yourself to the witness stand it's not good practice oh but Jesus he said I call my own words uh, to testify of me You can put Jesus on the stand, and guess what? Every single time, He will hold up under the scrutiny. He will hold up under the cross examine. He will hold up, and every single person that is truthful in their life will have to bow and say, He really is King. And that day, I I examined the evidence, and God was drawing me, and I bowed at it on earth. And not only did I recognize He was King, I I declared it. He's King of all kings and Lord of all lords. Oh, let me go a little farther. Oh, listen to me, I, I, I want to get to the message if I can, uh, but I believe he examined him, and Jesus said, if you would know the truth, and he said, what is truth? Uh, did you know Jesus didn't come uh, to find truth? Jesus didn't come to reveal the truth. Jesus said, I am the truth. If you want the truth tonight, you need the Son of God. You need the King of all kings. Oh, but I, I want to say this, and here's what my thought is, if I can preach it, Lord, help me uh, tonight. If, if Jesus is really your king. There are, there will be some evidence in your life. Uh, now Let me quote this scripture to you, and you can go turn it to it later. In Psalms twenty four seven, it says this: "I uh, lift up your heads, oh ye gates, and lift up your head, oh ye everlasting doors, for the King of glory shall come in." I'll tell you tonight: uh, Jesus, He is not just a king; He's king of all things. He is the King of glory. He said preacher, what is that glory? It is a representation. It's a pointing back to who uh, gets the authority and the one that gets the honor. And I want to to say this tonight, in your life, who is getting the glory uh, from you? Uh, So many times, I see church people uh, help me tonight, don't don't lose me. Now listen, I see church folks, uh, they come in and they come and sit in the pew and they get up and they go their own way. Uh, So many times, I've had church members of some that don't come all the time and they call me when they get in a bad way and I'm glad they call me and we pray and pray and pray and God answers their prayers and the moment they got everything they needed they hit the door and guess what they've given themselves glory but I can tell you tonight in my own life I can't glory in the presence of God everything of God it's because of the king of glory And if you know Him, you ought to honor His name. You ought to give Him glory. Oh, I love that. Oh, let me go a little farther. I, I'm done with the, with the glory part. I believe that's good. He deserves all of our glory. The Bible says, No flesh shall glory in the presence of God. Oh, But did you know, you can still honor Him. If you failed Him, there's a way of repentance that you can come and give your life back to Him. I love this. I, I don't have time to turn there, but uh, over in the book of Hebrews, it makes reference to a man. His name was Melchizedek. Uh, in the Bible, way back before uh, the law was ever given uh, and some of you will miss that some of you will get it later uh, before the law was ever given uh, Melchizedek he came out he was greater than Abraham uh, now watch we know that Abraham is the father of faith Oh, uh, but here oh uh, Melchizedek and people wonder about him uh, but he came out uh, before uh, Abraham and guess what he served him it said he gave him wine and bread he served him communion a couple thousand years uh, before Jesus ever came and it says, uh, the Bible tells us that the lesser will pay ties to the greater and there Melche- or there Abraham, he paid ties to Melchizedek. And the Bible says uh, that he was a priest and a king. Oh and I'm telling you, he was the king of Salem. That's the Old Testament name uh, for Jerusalem. And that name, you know what it means? It means peace. Uh, Melchizedek, he was king of peace. Oh but he was not the Lord. He was pointing a picture way out yonder to the one that was to come. And now we have got a greater priest. We have got a greater king. It's not Melchizedek. It is the Lord Jesus Christ. He gives us peace when there's no peace to be found in your life if Jesus is really king you'll have peace. I believe that. I'm going to share a story. I was thinking about this, and uh, Brother Jerry, he come in tonight. He, he tapped me on the shoulder. He said, they, they let me get off those chemo pills. He yeah. said, been ta- you said, eight years, Brother Jerry. Is that right? Been taking that chemo eight years. And I remember the story eight or nine years ago. Uh, Grandma took Jerry to the doctor, and he had those tests run. And they told Jerry, they said, uh, sir, you've got cancer. And Jerry sat there and said, okay and they pulled grandma off to us do you remember this oh, they put they said uh, uh, he He's not understanding. He must be in shock. Uh, he he doesn't realize how bad it is. And Grandma said, "Nope, said, he knows all about it. They said, well, he hasn't really reacted in any way. And she said, you ought to go ahead and ask him why. And they said, sir, do you really know what's going on? He said, oh yeah, I, I know I've got cancer. They said, you haven't really reacted. Uh, why is that? He said, because a few years ago, God saved my soul and no matter what comes my way, the King of glory and the King of peace, the King King of Salem, he lives within me. A preacher, what scares everybody? A death waiting on him. If you've been saved by the grace of God, you don't have to fear the grave. If I go that way, I've got a resurrection waiting on me. And if he comes back, I'll go to glory with him in a new glorified body. Oh, that's good to have peace. Oh, here's my last bit, and I'm done tonight. I promise you here uh, in John 19. And I'll see if I can tie it in there with Exodus. What I read to you uh, quickly, Uh, listen. It said, Pilate took him and scourged him. And it says, the soldiers platted a crown of thorns and put it on his head. And they put on him a purple robe and said, Hail, King of the Jews. And uh, that was not a title uh, that the Jews were wanting to give him at the time. Uh, Can I say... uh, you know what the devil gets us with? Uh, It would be good if Jesus was your king some other time. Uh, You see, when I I remember sitting on the front row, I was laying down the night I got saved where Billy and Cooper were at. I turned my face to the pew, and uh, the Lord, he still saw me. I couldn't hide from the Lord. And the devil, he said, "Uh, you you might need to get saved, but on down the road sometime, Uh, the devil never told me not to get saved. Uh, Brother Neil, he just said, get saved later. Maybe next week you ought to get saved saved. Brother Billy, mom and dad ain't here tonight. You can't get saved tonight. He'd say, not enough people's here. I'd say, well, that's kind of funny. I'd say, well, uh, maybe less people will be here next week and that following week would come and not as many people would be here. Then the devil would tell me, not enough people are here. Uh, you got to go ahead and ask the devil, how many people got to be here uh, for me to get saved? I'll go ahead and answer that. It don't matter how many are here. It matters that the king is speaking to your heart. And when you'll submit to him, He will be king of all things in your life. Oh, but there, they didn't want Him to be called King of the Jews. And Pilate, in the, the subscription over his head, wrote, Here hangs Jesus, King of the Jews. And that got mad. They said, No, right that He said He was King. I want you to know, it doesn't matter what somebody might tell you. It doesn't matter what they say. Jesus is King. And the more we remember that, that He's got the authority, the better off that we will be. Oh, but I thought about this. Oh, the King of Peace and there at the cross if you have been saved and Jesus really, listen to me tonight, is he really a king of your life? If Jesus is really king, you know what will happen? You will love the old rugged cross. Oh my goodness, I've met people that claim to be saved and say, don't preach about the cross. Don't talk about the cross. I say, well why not? That's the best part of the story. Maybe right after him getting up. Oh when you get saved, you will love the King that died in your place. I'm glad He died for me. And here I'm gonna wrap up right here. I'm done tonight. And you can get think about a song, uh, but I want to give you this right there at the Ark of the Covenant. They made a crown of gold. I'm gonna be real specific just for a moment Uh, right before that they covered all the wood in pure gold you know what color pure gold is it's clear there's no there's no yellow color to it I believe they could see right down in the wood but when it got to the crown it did not say the crown was pure gold it said it was it was just regular gold and you know what Uh, you know why gold has a certain color it's got a mixture of more than one element and now that crown that is around him. That gold, you know who that represents? That represents the deity. That represents the King Almighty. And down here we've got gold. That's got some mixtures of other elements. And God He gave His Son. He was King from the beginning uh, before the world ever started. Oh, but then He was also King over this body. And they didn't give Him a crown of gold. They gave Him a crown of thorns. Oh, and there He was crowned king over this body why can I trust Jesus he defeated all my foes he gave me a home in heaven and I love this right here I'm done in Galat- or over in Colossians chapter 1 about verse 20 it said Jesus having made peace by the blood of his cross I'll tell you tonight if you want peace by knowing the king you will love the old rugged cross it's what saves us it's what I'm holding on to tonight. Go ahead and stand. That's enough preaching. I'll give this a verse invitation saying, Taylor, whenever you read him, you say, Preacher, I don't know if Jesus is my king. You need to come find out. Do you glory in the presence of God? Oh, do you really know him? Have you made him king of all things in your life? A oh, king of all. Do you have real peace down in your heart? Tonight, if you need him, if you don't know that he's king in your life, he would love to meet you. Paul, just for a second, I, I, want to, I want to give just one more thing, invitation. I'll turn over to you, Pastor. Tonight, uh, you see, you know where we struggle once we get saved. Uh, our soul doesn't struggle. You know where the devil attacks us is right in our mind. And, I, I, and I'm going to share this. I, I have not struggled with my salvation in many years. I'd say, I'd say probably 20 years. And I've got friends and church members, they, they come every, every so often. I'm not putting them down. I know sometimes we struggle for a real reason. But God, He reestablished to me. He said, you are saved. I come to the altar. And he, he, you ever feel that? He cleans you up and re- reminds you of when you got saved, when He became your King. And God showed me, He said, if you want to quit struggling with knowing that you're saved, He said, you need to go ahead and convince your mind too, because that's where the devil is going to attack you at. The Bible says, Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind each and every day. If you're struggling, you're not struggling down in your soul unless you're really lost, but you can struggle uh, between your ears uh, because that's where the devil will attack you. Uh, But can I tell you, uh, Jesus already defeated even the mind. The Bible says, He was tempted of everything that is common to man. If you've been tempted by lust, He was tempted by it. If you've been tempted with anger, he's been tempted by it. You can go down the whole list. Oh, but I like oh, that crown of gold. I had uh, re- that pure gold and that yellowish color to it. He was king uh, in eternity past. Oh, but when he came, he defeated every temptation and every sin in this body. And if he defeated it on his behalf, he defeated it on your behalf. But you have got to trust him sing tonight, I'm done, I'll turn over to your pastor he is king, you ought to recognize him
0: he's come, come on obey the Lord I appreciate the preaching appreciate the singing I'm glad I know the king What's good thought good message please come please obey the Lord You can have this tonight. What Trey's been preaching about, praise God. You can have it. Amen. Amen, let me go back over a thing or two that Trey preached. And uh, you think about the king of kings and, and Trey preached it. There it says in the first part of Revelations that his children, us, all of us, we, he made us priests and kings unto God. Now, I want you to think about this. Think about a king that is so powerful and so rich that every one of his people in his kingdom, he makes them kings too. How wonderful is that? Uh, boy, I'm telling you what, that's special. Now, let me tell you this. I want you to, I want you to listen real close to this and, and hang on this. If you're not one of the kings in God's kingdom, if Jesus Christ is not the king of your soul, when the end comes, you're going to hell. As a matter of fact, in the spot that you're in right now, you're already on your way to hell. And when you get your last breath... And your heart beats its last beat. You'll lift up your eyes in hell. So listen to me real careful tonight. If you're here and you're not saved. And the devil will tell you this is not the right time. If you decide it probably is the right time. He says you can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. Well praise God I've got good news for you. Jesus Christ already did it for you. He died and rose again. He's alive. All you've got to do is seek the Lord. And, and I like to repeat this, and I repeat this over and over. When God's calling to your heart and mind and inviting you to come to the altar and the devil tells you you can't do it, know the devil's a liar because every person, every person, doesn't leave out anybody, every person that God calls, he'll help you come to the altar. And so I want to beg you right now, I know you don't want to die and go to hell. Listen, you got nothing to lose By coming to the altar and seeking the Lord. Please come and seek him tonight. You've got everything to gain. Sing us another song. I I believe somebody here tonight really needs to come. And your soul is what's in the balance. Your soul's what's in the balance. Your soul, and it's your decision. Choose ye this day whom ye will serve. It's your choice today. You the one that chooses whether you go to heaven or whether you go to hell. That's what this message has been about. Do you know the king? Is he your king? Boy, praise God, he's mine. And I didn't earn him. I'm not worthy of him. I wasn't then, I'm not now in myself. But he was worthy enough to make a wretch like me. His child and a king in his kingdom. Boy, that's rich tonight. Somebody needs to come. Please. Somebody needs to come tonight. Please obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. There's a way. Jesus is the way. He said, I'm the way. Please come right now. Please come right now. Come, kneel at the cross. Come tonight. Come on, children. Come. Amen. With heads bowed and eyes closed uh, just for a few minutes want to talk to you. And I, I always explain this. Not doing this to trick you or not doing this to pressure you. Not doing this to put you on the spot. I'm not going to embarrass you or call you out. I, sometimes it just helps people to face the spot they're in. And examine themselves and just see where am I. And so would you do this for, for yourself? Would you do it for me? I'm asking you to do it. But would you do it for yourself? If you're here tonight and you're lost. You've never been saved. You don't know the king and you're on your way to hell, but you realize that you'd like to get saved and you'd like to go to heaven. Would you just raise your hand and say that by that? Just raise your hand up and say, yeah, I, I want to I get saved. I want to go to heaven. I won't point you out or come to you. I'm just asking you just to admit it. If you just know down deep inside that you don't have everything it takes for you to go to heaven. Would you just raise your hand up right now? Just raise it up quickly. You don't even have to raise it real high. Just raise it high enough I can see it. And I and you know what I'll do? I'll say, folks, somebody raise their hand. I haven't seen anybody yet do that tonight. Not in this service. But I believe there's some that could. Would you please do that? If God's wanting you to come. Would you just raise your hand? Saying by that, I need to get saved. Boy, my heart's aching. I, I've got a burden. I believe there's somebody needing to come tonight. And, you know, even with heads bowed and eyes closed, if God's wanting you to come to the altar, you can just step out from where you at and you just come to the altar. It won't interfere with anything. Let me talk to you like this now just for a minute. I won't be too long. If you're here tonight and you haven't been acting like the king is your king, I've been in that spot, I'm sorry to say. I've been in a spot before where if somebody was watching me, they'd say, well, wonder if he knows anything about Jesus. I did. Down deep inside, I knew, but I wasn't acting like it. If you're here and you've been letting the Lord down, you don't have to be a rascal or an outlaw uh, to get out of fellowship with God. If you're here tonight and you haven't been serving God the way you're supposed to, and you'd like to get back in and and let the King shine in your life, would you just raise your hand? Would you do that? Would you just raise your hand admit that you're not where you need to be with the Lord? I appreciate that hand. I appreciate that hand. That's two hands. I appreciate both of them. Okay, anybody else? Let me put it this way now. I like to sum it up this way. Maybe I didn't exactly explain your spot, but you know you're not where you ought to be with God. You just know you're not in the spot. There's something needs done. Would you raise your hand? Just admit it. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you for that hand. Boy, that's good. Would there be another one? Just raise your hand. Say, I need to get in my spot. Would it be another one? Okay, raise your heads up and open your eyes. I want to say just a few words and we're going to ask them to sing again. If some of you raised your hands, and boy, I appreciate it. And especially you that raised your hands, but even if you didn't raise your hand, God's calling you, you're still welcome to come. Doesn't close anybody out. If you're here and lost and you need to come, come. If you're here tonight... And you've been saved, but you just haven't followed God and you haven't, you haven't uh, done him the credit you need to do him. You haven't been honoring him as your king. I'm telling you, it's time to put that behind you and get in. I remember when I was a transgressor and I came and I repented and God forgave me. And the joy came back in. And I thought, why didn't I do this quicker? Well, I felt peace in there. Whatever your need is tonight, nobody's here to judge you. And you don't have to make a speech. But if God's calling you to come to the altar, you need to come right now while we sing this song. Please come, come on, come on. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Somebody else needs to come. How do you know, preacher? Well. I can't see anybody's heart, and I can't read your mind. But I know the burden. I know the burden that I feel in my own heart and soul. If God's calling you, it's your move. Oh, yeah, if God's calling you, it's your move. And don't put it off, but come right now. Come right now, right here. The King of Kings is on His throne. And boy, I can feel Him standing at His throne. I can can feel Him calling and saying, Come, children, come to me. Come on home. Come Come and get joy and peace. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Lord. after everything that God's done for us and His Son's done for us we ought, to, we ought to be ready to do something for Him I know I hesitated a lot too I'm not downing you if you've been hesitating because I've done that too but I'm saying you and I ought to be ready to obey the Lord after what He's done for us we ought, we ought to put that That we ought to put that hesitation in the background. We ought to come on. Come on to Jesus. Come on home. Hey, buddy. Say what, what, how you feel. How do you
3: feel? I feel a lot better now. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and uh,
0: uh, if, if I understood what you said and so everybody know, you, you was already saved when you come up here.
3: Yeah, I was saved when I was younger. And that's what I just asked my mom. I was like, how did I know I was saved then? I was yeah. so young.
0: Yeah.
3: And she said, how do you feel inside? And I said, I just need to go up there. Yeah, I need,
0: amen. I need to be up there. It's he's making me
3: go up there yeah, man. and then when i got up here he answered me he said no, i need to keep coming yeah man i need to keep coming I need, amen i need to be around my family amen,
0: amen. and so god's forgiving you, you feel good now Well, yeah. is it okay if we shake hands with you yeah, yeah. okay and uh, uh boy i appreciate it i appreciate you coming i had a real burden for you i didn't know what you need was but i had a real burden for you and i'm i'm so proud you've come you've blessed my heart and uh i appreciate that in uh, just a minute, we'll shake hands. with him. But I'm going to say this before we start shaking hands. Even while we're shaking hands, the invitation and the altar is still open. I feel confident that there's others that needs to come. And uh, you're the one that has to know that for yourself. I can uh, think I know it, but you're the one that really knows it. And I can't move for you. You've got to move for yourself. So you want to say anything else before we sing? Amen. Good move. Amen. So while we sing this song, everybody wants to uh, come around and shake hands with him. Give him a hug if you want to and welcome him and encourage him. and And, and whoever else needs to come, we can pray with you while we shake hands with him. Let me say this while we're finishing up shaking hands. I appreciate this brother, Tyler Bowen. He's a member here and he's come home. And I suppose you're one of us. And I got saved when he was 11 years old and I baptized him. Right there. And we thank God for him and appreciate this move. This has blessed my heart. Thank God for you, buddy. And uh, anybody else got anything on your heart you want to say? Paul the good Lord. I know this has been said a few times, but pray for the services Sunday. Pray for Sunday morning here, Sunday night here. Pray for Sunday morning uh, down in Kentucky at Providence. And I don't know where I'm going to be Sunday night, but wherever that's at, pray for that too. And uh, really pray. All right. Anything else? Oh, well, I'll let me say this. Uh, a week from Sunday, that'll be the 12th Sunday morning, God willing, we'll be having a baptizing here. And so really pray for that baptizing. You know how baptizing's are. Oftentimes, and, and I hope it's this way abundantly, oftentimes there's a lot of people comes to baptizing's that don't normally come to church. And so have an opportunity to speak to them. God does. And so let's pray for that. Okay. Anything else? I've all shared this. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we had a church member. She'd been a
3: church member for 61 years that she
0: got saved. Amen. She, I had no idea, but she Amen. got saved. And Amen. Amen. I, so I want to share that. That's great. It's never too late to get saved. Amen. That's and and there was a lady when I used to pastor up at Pleasant View, fifty uh, some years ago. There was a lady came to the altar uh, Sunday morning one of our homecomings, and uh, she was belonged to church. And she, but when she got up from the altar, she's weeping, and she said, "I know this is going to shock her, but she's I just got saved this morning." And she said, "I waited and I waited and, waited, and said." I'd start to come to the altar, and the devil say, like, "You'll be so ashamed." Said uh, they'll think you're a nut. You know, think you're crazy. And she said, uh, "She said the devil told me I'd be so embarrassed." But that church, just as you can imagine, they wept and they hugged her and they loved her and everybody was proud of her. Nobody looked down on her. Everybody said, "Praise God! We're glad you got saved." And you know what she said? She said, I've been having a lot of trouble staying in church. Since. Now I found out why so I said there was in church to start with. <laughs> <laughs> Says you can't stay in something you're not in. And so something to think about. Okay. Anything else from anybody? Lighthouse, their revival this week. Lighthouse starts a revival Friday night. And uh, Israel Douglas is going to be there. And Saturday night Israel Douglas is going to be there. And Sunday morning Cooper Roberts is going to be there. And uh, so pray for Lighthouse's revival. Anything else? Uh, Israel Douglas, uh, after he's here Friday night and Saturday night, and he said he didn't know if he was going to stay at Lighthouse Sunday morning where he can hear Cooper or if he need to go back to his home church, uh, Smyrna, down at Louisville. Because Sunday night, Israel Douglas starts another revival at another church in Louisville. So really pray for Israel. Anything else? If not, we'll just ask everybody seated to stand. And uh, I'm going to ask Brother Jay to pray this